with the recent global health anomaly of massive proportions is an elephant in the room that not even Ray Charles himself would ignore. The recent business and podcast production focused content of this podcast is having a pin put in it for the week and instead featuring a piece that was originally submitted for consideration on the Anxiety About Anxiety podcast. The overall underlying message, focus, and narrative of the contribution was so heartfelt and meaningful that I've decided to rework the timelines of the original content to feature this episode instead at this time. It's something of a light that is needed in what is seemingly a very dark world right now. Thank you for taking the time to check it out and to listen. Here we go. Podcast time, everybody. So first and foremost, this is not something that I want to talk about. It's not even the top 10 or 20. To be honest, this is something that I avoid because it is very depressing to think about. This health pandemic, this virus that's been going on and going around in the last month or so, is single-handedly the biggest pandemic that we will face in this generation, hands down. It is going to affect all aspect of life, business. It is going to affect people of all ages, all race, all demographics from all walks and all corners of the earth. It doesn't matter if you're a two-year-old child. It doesn't matter if you have $2 in your bank account or $2 billion. Your life, your livelihood, and your health is going to be severely impacted by the next several months and the outcome of this virus. Good or bad, this virus, this pandemic is not choosy on its victims. It is not discriminatory. It doesn't care. And that is not something that I enjoy going to sleep at at night, thinking about what is going to happen the next day. But unfortunately, this is the caveat, if you will, having such comfort to deal with in this generation. We've had the comfort of technology to be able to have deliveries at our fingertips, order Amazon the same day, being able to be picky and choosy about our partners or our titles or what hurts our feelings or what we want to do or what we don't want to do. We have that choice. That is something that has evolved in no more than probably 20 years to be able to have that privilege, to be able to have that ability to do that. And being a 90s baby myself, well, technically 80s, but living through the 90s and 2000s, I am very grateful for technology. I'm very grateful that it is able to connect us for business, for our families, for those that are touring overseas. We're able to see our kids, our grandparents, our aunts, our uncles, our moms and dads, our students teaching remotely. That's awesome. I have clients that are overseas. I've done logos in Australia. I've done business in UK. I've never left the comfort of the United States to be able to do that. That's amazing. But it also comes at a cost. It also gives you that realization that we are all connected. Just like this virus has become a very pivotal moment. It's not a Chinese virus. It is a human virus. It is something that is affecting all of humanity. 
So as I said, this is not something that I go to sleep with and take comfort in waking up the next day, knowing that it's going to be there. It's like if you're in school and you have an unfinished project, you know, it's due, you got to finish it. You just keep putting it off, but it just gets bigger and bigger and looms more and more and more. I don't like that. I don't like that feeling of inevitability. So with that, I also find strength because I don't know what's going on. I take a step back. I am only in control of the things I am in control of. And I know it sounds redundant, but sometimes when there is something that's just that big that you can't focus, you can't think everything is numb, you take a step back and you start from square one. You listen to your heartbeat. You control your breathing. You keep your focus the best you can. And from there, one step. And then another. And then another. And then maybe breakfast. But after that, what am I going to do with the time that I have? That is a question that everybody is asking themselves from age 10 until whatever time that they take their last breath in this lifetime. So before or after this pandemic, life is short. I think that that is a very, very highlighted reminder in this time. It doesn't matter where you go. It doesn't matter what you do unless you become part of AI. You at some point are going to pass from this world. This is not going to change on your day-to-day -day basis. You come into life, you have a time frame when you were born. You do not have a time frame for when you pass. So as far as for business, my background is in design. It's in marketing. It's in the crafting of storytelling. It is in podcast production. It is in creative development. It is in business support. The majority of what I do has been severely impacted by this pandemic. Again, the ability to do face-to-face -face business has been put on hold until further notice. Folks physically cannot see each other or stand within six feet of one another to do work. As of this recording, there has been mandated quarantines in different parts of the country and the world. And where I am in the Florida area, specifically the central Florida area, Miami has been quarantined earlier today. Also around the area that I live, there is a mandatory stay inside request between 11 p.m. and 5.30 a.m. in the morning until further notice. This thing is real. This thing is serious. It has physically stopped the aspect of how I do business face to face to people. So when I have that ability to go in and be part of a networking meeting or face to face, just happen to be at the right place, right time interview, pitch my services, pitch my content, pitch what I do. That doesn't happen right now. It gets lost in the ethos of online. It is not a happy situation to think about. What I find is that the more you think about it, the more numb you become and the less that you focus on what's important. But like I said, it's one breath at a time, one day at a time. Prior to this, we had planes that flew into a building and then another building and then into DC on September 11th. And at that time, it stopped the world for a while. Prior to that, we had amazing leaders that were assassinated for their beliefs. Martin Luther King wanted people of all races and all colors to come together in his future. He was murdered for his belief. Why? John F. Kennedy, 
Abraham Lincoln. I could go on and on and on. This is no different from any of those other situations. We had in the United States, a war between the states. We literally were not united and were fighting against each other. We had folks that were asleep during a certain set of very familiar islands on a very familiar ship that were bombed without warning at Pearl Harbor. I can bet you everything I ever have that that same fear that we're facing right now for our children, for our loved ones, for our friends, our family, our coworkers, our future is not something new. And if we continue to live in fear like this, whoever it is that's taking advantage of the situation wins. It's a one step at a time. It's the only way we're gonna teach our children the best way. And in the end, honestly, this is really what we measure ourselves against. I mean, it's real easy to have faith have a good focus, have great mental health when everything is peachy keen. When you're in a lot of pain, when your house is flooding, when your roof is being ripped off by a hurricane, when you come back to have your house on fire in a four alarm blaze or apartment building and your child is probably left in there and you're freaking out, that is the real measurement and testament of who you are. This is no different. Is it scary? Yes, it is. Is it something that I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy? Well, it depends on how bad you've treated me. But no, I wouldn't want that. But at the end of the day, when this is over, and it will be over, may not be over tomorrow, may not be over in a week or a month, but it will be over. Life will continue, business will continue, and things will move on. What you need to do is find one thing every single day that can keep you going for the next day. You can call it hope. You can call it faith. You can call it a Reese's peanut butter cup. I don't care. As long as it gets you mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually focused to the end goal, not just for you, but for everybody else involved in this human race, you, my friend, have been successful. So all I can say is, look, you don't need that amount of toilet paper. Check on your elderly friends, neighbors, family members. Just say hello. Call them text them, email them, let them know that you're thinking of them. Money's going to come and go. Toilet paper is going to come and go. I want to see what all these people are buying 17 years worth of toilet paper for. I want to see where they're going to store all this stuff when it's over. But how much would you give to get five more minutes with maybe your mother if she contracted this virus or maybe your daughter and you knew that those are the last five minutes that you had with that person? What would it cost you would it matter? Would money matter at that point to have just a little bit more time with them? Realize that there are so many people in society right now that do not have that connection. They don't have that resource. They're just as scared as you are. And the only way that they're able to move on is to have somebody lead them in their time of confusion and their time of numbness. And that's what we do. We pay it forward. And that's the reason why I'm taking the time to leave this message. I hope that it impacts everybody that's listening, the brutal, raw honesty of how I feel. And just remember that we're all humans. None of us win in the end if we all don't do it together. You cannot bring your money to the afterlife. They will not remember you there. They will not care. There's no ATM where you're going. Be kind, pay it forward. And again, it's just one step at a time until this is over. Thank you.
In this time of need, if you're able to, please consider donating your time, your resource, or financially to organizations that are in desperate need of your support. If you are local to the Central Florida area, please consider donating food to the Central Florida Food Bank. The recent health pandemic has also drastically reduced available blood supplies, so please donate blood where safe and where possible. Support local businesses that are fighting to stay open by supporting to-go orders or buying gift cards or vouchers. Many businesses are on financial life support as it is and will be forced to close due to the overwhelming overhead and lack of business at this time. If you cannot, at the very least, tip, be kind to those who are working, delivering, patrolling your cities, fighting your fires, watching your homes, caring for your children, your elderly, your sick, and your loved ones. Many of them normally do this on a day-to-day -day operations, but they are doing this as their duty and physically putting their well-being on the line right now, now more than ever. Otherwise, please visit globalgiving.org to donate towards the Coronavirus Relief Fund. Donations will make an immediate and lasting positive impact during one of the most challenging times we have collectively faced in our lifetime. You can also donate to UNICEF to keep children healthy and safe during this global health emergency. Learn more about the work UNICEF is doing at www.unicefusa.org. That is unicefusa.org. Thank you all for your time and for your support.